Get creative and earn cash for spring clothes at Plato's Closet. Sell your gently used warm weather styles like tees, shorts, sandals, and more. We pay cash on the spot for gently used styles for guys and girls in their teens and 20s. Go through your closet and sell us the spring clothes, shoes, and accessories that you no longer need for cash on the spot. Turn your spring clothes into cash at Plato's Closet. With 14 locations in the Atlanta area, find your nearest location at platosclosetcom And now it's time for the Ask the Angry Ninja Show. It's the Ask the Angry Ninja Show. What? Yeah. Wait, I say what? <laughs> you say but I don't. Oh no. I hijacked that. What? What? Ah, that's, oh, that's my catchphrase. <laughs> you took my catchphrase. I'm gonna get that shirt made. Asking your show. What? Explanation point, explanation point, explanation point. Right? But I'm gonna leave off the put it on. It's like, hi! Alright. Okay. Um, we have talked about tons and tons of movies. We've done over 105 episodes. But there's new movies coming out every day. And we haven't watched them yet. We've watched some of them. We have watched some of them. What's the one we watched? Free Guy. Free Guy. Oh. That movie was great. It was so great. Spoiler. No. No, no. Throwing up the spoiler. No, we're not doing spoilers. It just yeah. came out. No. No, honey, it just came out on DVD. It's been out in theaters for six months. Okay. Yeah. No. I'm, I'm telling you, it's been out for a minute. We're way behind on that one. Are we? Yeah. It's one of the ones that came out in theaters, and now it's coming out where we, we can watch it because we don't like going to theaters. Well, that's not true. We like going to theaters. I just don't like people and people. COVID. I just don't like people. Yeah. I see your girl. I'm going to hear her bad for a minute because she's looking it up because she thinks I'm wrong. But it's been out, I think it came out in July. Did it? I do believe it came out in July. It's October. So I feel like I should be able to say, spoiler. And then talk about some. Or did I release in August? I was really close. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like I could throw a spoiler out there. Okay, spoiler. Her favorite scene. Absolutely doodly. And my favorite scene. Absolutely doodly. Is so in the in, in the he lives in a game. He's an AI, artificial intelligence develops in the game. He puts on his glasses and he can see this is a game. He he's gets, an NPC. Yeah, he's an NPC, but he gets the glasses that make him a, a gamer. Yeah. And so he gets access to all the powers. And at one point, they're trying to defeat him because they can't delete him. <laughs> With a bigger, stronger version of him. With a bigger, stronger version of him. But Who isn't finished. No. And uh, he loses his glasses for a second. And the other dude gets what's called the death punch. Where his arm turns great big. And he's going to punch him and kill him. So he grabs his glasses real quick, throws them on, picks the first thing he can think of. And the music changes to the appropriate music. For everything. For everything, and he pops up and blocks him with Captain America's shield. Yeah. He's got the Avengers music playing while he blocks him with Captain America's shield. Uh-oh. And at this point, the game is being streamed on every device yeah. across the world, and it goes to Chris Evans watching this on his phone, going, "What the hell?" Best, but you know what really I love about that scene? <coughs> what happens next? Is he goes to a lightsaber? The music changes. You skipped. Well, no, the lightsaber is my favorite yeah. because. At first, you don't see exactly what it goes to, and everyone's going, "Is that a? Is that a? 
Yes, that is a lightsaber. If in the Star Wars music comes on and he fights him with a lightsaber. But yeah, he gets the but he gets the shield and he pulls out a Hulk fist, his yep. arm turned, and he punches him and then pulls out the shield and then of course it's a video game. So after the lightsaber he gets a Fortnite pickaxe. Yeah. I mean And the portal gun. Yeah, I mean just... it, it was the best scene ever. I mean the whole movie was pretty good. Mm-hmm. But that was my fave. I, I like the part where it's a Grand Theft Auto style game. That's the game they're ripping on. And I thought it was a rip of so many different games. So many, but the primary... Just go around shooting the NPCs. Yeah. And, and robbing banks. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's... And he levels up faster than anybody else because he plays the good guy. Yep. He does good things. He saves the people being robbed because they're his fellow NPCs. Well, see, it just made me happy. Because finally there's a movie showing how I play the games. But I don't level up that quick. Okay. No, you, I, I, no I, I do not do... I do not kill civilians. Okay, that's because it penalizes you in Assassin's Creed for killing civilians. I don't do it in any other games. I didn't do it in Grand Theft Auto either. You, never on purpose. Not on purpose, no. But they are stupid. Yeah, sometimes they just walk out in front of you. Yeah, you're like, I'm doing 100 miles an hour. I'm shooting the cops out of the back yeah. of this car. Do you really think I noticed you I walk? never shot at cops. Oh, well, you haven't played the new Grand Theft Auto. You have to. It's it's literally a mission. You have uh, to kill these cops. Yeah, no. Well, they're trying to kill you. Oh, okay. It's self-defense. Oh, okay. Like, see, see, in the new Grand Theft Auto, you can play it as you're the smart bank robber who tries to do all his jobs without ever hurting nobody. Yeah, okay. Okay? But you have a crazy partner. Everybody has a crazy partner. Right. And so you, mine. You, you get into a situation mm-hmm. where you're either going to be killed by all these cops or you're going to kill these cops and escape. Mm-hmm. What, what do you choose? Because these cops ain't going to take... I sacrifice my partner and run. <laughs> That's what ends up happening at the end? Okay. But well, we've got off target. Oh, we did. We started talking about... Well, whatever. It's, it's great, though. <laughs> okay. So, we decided... Because we talked about so many movies, and we haven't watched a lot of the new movies, that we're going to talk about some of our favorite castings. Perfect castings. And... Some of these was hard to pick with the actor because they're so good. Yes. And other ones were just easy. See, our first one, I think we just crossed that out and put everything. All right. So the first one I picked, I put Tom Hanks and Forrest Gump. And I like Forrest Gump. Right. But I prefer him as Walt Disney and save him Mr. Banks or Mr. Rogers. But see, think about the, 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 the Walt Disney Mr. Banks, he wasn't even like the main character. But he, he kind of was, yeah. He was Mr. Rogers in a beautiful neighborhood, and he was Disney, and Disney trying to get the rights to. But. But I felt like that Save Mr. Banks movie followed the female more than. It does follow her, but it also follows him a lot on everything he went through to get the rights to Mary Poppins. But I I don't know. I think we could just put everything for Tom Hanks, because just his ability to be the perfect character for everything. Well. One of the reasons I didn't want to count those two roles is one of the reasons I actually left Will Smith off this list. Okay. Because when you have reference points of a real person, mm-hmm. I think it's easier. Castaway? He played with the ball. Yeah, that was perfect. Um, <laughs> exactly. But what I'm saying, like, because like, if you want to talk about really great casting, you got Will Smith as Muhammad Ali, too. Oh, Will Smith was great as Muhammad Ali. But again, he had a reference point to go with of Muhammad Ali. But see, you're saying... He actually talked to Muhammad 
But you're saying it's easier because you have a reference point. I think if you're playing a real character, it's harder because people are going to be looking at you like you don't sound like him, you don't look like him. I think it's harder to play a real person that people know. Right. When, if it's just a made-up character, you can be like, I can make this anything I want because people don't have a reference for it. Right, but when they do it, make that imaginary person make you really believe. And I think that's easier. Because there's no reference point for someone to go, you know, Muhammad Ali didn't actually walk like that. You didn't do that. Disney never did that. He didn't talk like that. When you have someone you have to actually portray, I think it's harder because you have to get their walk and their sound right. And they're all such good actors. I just think that that, that makes it easier so they know so they're not having to come up with themselves. But we can disagree to disagree. But you well, I'm going to say I'm right because you ain't comparing a fictional person to someone that everybody knows. Well, see, you tell me who else could have pulled off Forrest Gump. I'm, look, I'm not saying that Tom Hanks didn't do Forrest Gump great because I love Tom Hanks. I loved him from Splash. I've loved him for everything. I think he even wants to forget about that movie. Look, I love that movie. That was, mm-mm. Yes, because it's a mermaid movie. It is. It's one of my faves. Doesn't uh, <laughs> she get turned into a mermaid like, in the middle of a restaurant in that movie? Like, Anytime they, she gets wet. Yeah. Yeah, that's got to ruin her love life. <laughs> but, nah, so... Nah, I'm not disagreeing with Tom Hanks. I'm just saying, because I love making Tom yeah. Hanks. Now, I got one for you, just to switch it up. Yeah, bad Tom Hanks. Ooh. Ooh. Look, as great as he was in Castaway, I didn't like Terminal. See? See, I was going to be like, I didn't really like Castaway that much. I thought it was a little longer than it should have been. But then I started thinking, I didn't like Terminal that much. Yeah, that movie was just weird. I did not like that movie. Yeah. Because you know my problem with that movie, Terminal? No. So, the dude's stranded in the airport, can't get a passport because of the war, his country, all this stuff. Yeah. Okay. So, why is anybody at the airport against him? Why was the head of the airport trying to ruin his life? Like, the dude's already stuck. My thing is, how did he get there if he didn't already have a passport? Because the war literally happened while he was in the air. They actually explained... Yeah, but when he had to have a passport to get No, no, the passport got invalidated because of... Oh, but he had... Okay, see, I kind of blocked this movie out because I really didn't like it. They they, they did actually a really good part of it, making it make sense. Like, wouldn't accept him because his passport was blah, blah. Oh, okay. Okay, that makes sense. So he's stuck there, right? Yeah. No embassy would take him, which I have trouble believing that, too. Yeah. Really. So, but why would the hair of the airport hate him? Like, it made no sense. The dude just wanted to go home and couldn't. Right? Yeah. I don't know, but that's my one Tom Hanks movie. Yeah, turn my head All right. <laughs> now, here, the next one is a movie you would actually like if you could get past one scene and you never... I can't. Watched. You can't do it. I can't. A great movie. I can't. And they got the perfect person to play it. There's no doubt. I love him. And that is Keanu Reeves and John Wick. And the reason I say it's the perfect person is, let's just be realistic, a former assassin who has retired. He looks like it. I get that. He has the look. Um, wife dies. Of natural causes, cancer. And she knows she's dying. Mm-hmm. And she didn't want him to be alone, so she sent him a puppy that was delivered, like, the day after her funeral. See, you're definitely making me not want to watch this movie now. Why? I didn't know it came from his dead wife. Oh, yeah, it came from his dead wife. I didn't know this. Yeah. Right? And you're like, okay, that's cool. Ebony has an awesome car. All right. All that, I'm good. So, he just so happens at a gas station in his awesome car with his puppy to run in the sun, into the son of the Russian mafia in New York 
and who doesn't know who he is, and he doesn't know it's the son, and he happens to make the kid mad because he doesn't want to sell his car, so the kid gets his gang together and raids this guy's house, and instead of killing him, which, that's another part, let's just be honest, you're killing him. Yeah. Yeah. You leave no witnesses. Right. You, he kills his puppy. See, I would kill the dude and take the dog from out. Right. So he kills the puppy, leaves him alive, and steals his car. Well, it turns out he is a former assassin. Not any assassin. He was the best assassin ever who happened to work for that Russian mob. Did his daddy go, boy, I don't know, you You oh. were adopted. No, it gets it's better. There's a... You can't remember the only person that could pull this off and make you believe it. Because you tell that plot to anybody and you're like... This is stupid. No, why would you watch this? And how come he didn't know he worked for him? The, he, the son that came along after he had kind of gone away. And his thing was nobody really knew because anybody who saw him died. No, that's true. Okay, I get you. I get you. Um, and, and, and there's this great scene in, uh, where he takes the car and he takes it to the chop shop owned by the Russian mob. Mm-hmm. Or works for whatever. And John Lalagominus, I can never say his last John name. John Lalagominus? Yeah. Is the guy who runs him. Great. You would love this movie if you pass the puppy part. I'm telling you. And he, he pulls up into this car, and, and John looks at the car and looks at him and goes, where'd you get that car? He's like, doesn't matter. I want. I need new tags. I need new title for it. I'm keeping this one. He goes, where'd you get this car? Did you kill him? He goes, no, but I sure effed up his dog. He goes, ha, ha, ha. And then he punches the Russian mob son kid right in the mouth and knocks him down. And he, he tells him to get out. And I'm going to tell my dad and all this stuff. You know, he doesn't explain to him why. Mm-hmm. And he, he drives off. And, and the next couple scenes later, the Russian mob boss calls him. Like, I heard you hit my son. He goes, yeah, I did. He goes, and why would you do that? And he goes, he, he stole John Wick's car and killed his dog. And Rose Bubble goes, oh, click. At which point he goes in and beats the crap out of his own son for being an idiot. Yeah, you would like this movie. And I probably would if I could get past the dog. Look, I'm not one that was screaming in a movie theater, take the kid and not the dog. Yeah, I know. And, 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 and he's so mad about his dog, right? Just taking out the son's not enough. He literally takes down... The entire Russian mob. The rest of the movie is him destroying the Russian mob completely, taking all of their money, killing all of them. Just the whole movie is like, you, you killed my puppy, so I'm going to kill every person you ever knew. What about the chop shop dude? He, he, he hit him. He's good because that's his friend. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And his friend fixes up his car and gets it back to him. Oh, okay, okay. 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 Yeah. And there's another scene because Kevin Nash is in this movie. He plays the security for the Russian mob. And uh, he's getting ready to go into the club to try to find the son and kill him. And he walks up behind uh, uh, Kevin Nash, puts a gun in the back of his head. And they're sitting there talking. He's like, oh, you look like you lost a lot of weight. And Kevin Nash's like, yeah, so many pounds, whatever. He goes, he goes, is he in there? He goes, yeah, yeah. He goes, why don't you take the rest of the night off? <laughs> and he's like, I do feel like going for a walk. And he leaves. So John Wick doesn't destroy everybody. There's the ones... And he's like, it's not his fault. I'll, I'll let them go. I mean, I guess we could skip the first part of the movie. Since you've told me enough about it that I don't think I need to see it. Yeah, we can skip the puppy scene. We can skip that. They don't show it or t- anything like that? 
They, they could say, you know, you killed his dog. Well, yeah. But no, other than the one scene where he actually hits the dog. And even then, one thing the movie people do that you would really appreciate mm-hmm. is, is they don't show him actually hitting it. Well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, you just hear the yelp, and then you see the blood That's going to break my heart. Oh, it's supposed to. And then if we watch it with my dogs, oh my God. It's supposed to break your heart. Like, I can't watch 101 Dimensions with a roar, because when the puppies start whining, <laughs> she gets sad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then he cradles the puppy. So, what are the other movies about? I know we're getting off topic here, but... Because they didn't kill his dog again, did they? No. The the, the second movie <laughs> starts with him finishing off the rest of the Russian mob. Okay. Okay. So, but no more dogs die. No more dogs die. He excuses a new dog. But no more die. No more die. Okay, he, so he, we might be able to... Okay, we might be able to do this. Right. And he was this great assassin, right? Mm-hmm. Well... In this movie, they create this whole world of where there's a secret organization of hitmen. Okay. And they use special monies made of gold to pay for things and stuff. And he had made it. Okay. I get you. Yeah. So they keep it going. Okay. We might have to skip the, what, first 15 minutes of the movie? I mean, I could, we could, do you want to watch the part where he does good stuff before the dog? No, I just want to skip the whole thing. Yeah, we can do that. And then we might be able to watch this. Okay. Okay. We'll start with the cleanup scene. What's the cleanup scene? Um, um, when he's cleaning up after being attacked. No, I don't want the house at all. I don't want anything. Oh, you, there's a part of the house you, you have to watch. Uh, 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 it's when he decides he's going to kill everybody. Okay. Okay. It's an important scene. Okay, we have got so off track on this one movie. I know, it's a great movie. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. And there's movie. another one coming. There is. There's actually two more scheduled. Well, four and five. Oh, they're such good movies. <laughs> and here was our next one, since we got so off track here, talk about people and their dogs. Oh, whatever is a good topic. All right, and this one's all you, really. Well, I mean, you can say who it is. Um, I, I went, I picked it, but when I picked it, I literally was thinking of my wife, because I know she loves this movie, and it was the perfect casting. Um, Emma Watson as Belle in Beauty and the Beast. You know why she's perfect casting? Because uh, we've talked about this. Because she's pretty much playing Hermione. Just better hair. And more singing. And more singing, yeah. yeah. But it's Hermione. It is Hermione, but it's... Even if she had never played Hermione... Okay. When I think of Hermione, people think, oh, she's just comparing her to Eric Potter. No, when I think of Hermione, I think of a... Uh, I think of Belle, smart, um, independent, strong. Belle is not a gingy, but she is my second favorite princess. Yeah. And, and my point is, like, even if Emma Watson had never played Hermione, mm-hmm. and this had been the first movie she uh, had, It would have still been great. That, that's, I think, she, she, she had the look from the beginning. I, I think when it comes to Emma Watson, and I love her and everything I've seen her in, I think she... Doesn't just play that strong, smart character. I think she is that strong, smart person. Mm-hmm. So that's why it works so well for her. I I love her. I do. Yeah, she's great. But I love her as Belle. I love her as Hermione. And I just I love any girl, princess or not, that is strong and smart and is like, I love you. We can be together, but I don't need you. You don't forget that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, anything else you want to add? Like no. I- yeah, that's, I mean, I don't I know. have nothing on this next one. You don't. And the next two are the great for one reason and one reason only. 
Well, see, number five, I can think of a couple things. Well, no, but uh, I picked these specific movies with this thought in my head. Okay, well, let's go to your fourth because I know nothing. Um, you've heard the voice, though, because you've seen the ads. Yeah, and it's been on RuPaul. Has Tobin Bell been on RuPaul? Yeah, they did the Saul character for the uh, horror one. Gotcha. It's Tobin Bell in Saul. I didn't and know it in, was. In, in the entire first Saul movie, you really don't see him much. Mm-hmm. He basically a, a voice on a videotape, or and he, that's all you do is you hear that voice, and that voice is the creepiest, most haunting movie I've ever seen. Serial killer voice, like he just it it sets the t- his voice sets the tone for those movies. That boy could have been reading a menu from Olive Garden and been like, "I'm not eating there. That stuff will kill me." <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, I had a salad from Olive Garden the other day, and I thought it was going to kill me. It had dirt or something in it. What? Yeah. They didn't clean the lettuce in there. Yeah. No, 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 they suck. Yeah, that, and, and like, Tobin Boy, Tobin has that. I was like, I was watching an episode of Stargate, mm-hmm. and he's in that movie. He started talking, I'm like, oh, they're all going to die. <laughs> Wrong movie. I'm like, oh, wait, no, he's a good guy, kind of. Actually, he played a jerk. I don't know if you remember the episode. Remember when they found the super advanced... Race, they yeah. were dying. Yeah. yeah, Tobin Bell was the head. I didn't know that. Yeah, that, that was him. That voice. Like, I do not picture nothing but like this clay face with these little red spirals. Right, but because that, that's it. Because like he was just the voice, and it's such an awesome, awesome voice. He did the voice. I you haven't seen it. But I think it's season two or three of Flash, where he plays the God of Speed, and it's that voice. It's just it's, he's got that great haunting voice. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't tell you what it looked like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but you, if you hear that voice, you know. You know, yeah. Yeah, that's... I got you. Uh, okay, all right. You may read it, you got this one. I got this one. James Earl Jones. Now, he put down Mufasa, which is a great movie. Love The Lion King. And I was so happy when they got him to do the voice for the live, technically live action one. Yeah. Love James Earl Jones. Love right? his voice. Like, it's Morgan Freeman, James Earl Jones, and Samuel L. Jackson. If I could have anyone do my... <laughs> if we're doing your life as Samuel Jackson, because there's got to be a mother ever in there at least once or twice. Probably. Although, I think it'd be more awesome if you had Morgan Freeman say it. Right? <laughs> I'll, take, I'll take any of them. But... As Mufasa, he is great. He has that voice. It is just, but he was also Vader. He was Vader, but I feel like him playing the awesome king, teaching his child, is a better role. So can we add coming to America? No. <laughs> I love that. You know what? I was surprised. I love the second one, too. Yeah. I, I love both Coming Americas. Um, I like Jim Earl Jones in them, but it wasn't the perfect one. Ah, no. I was just having they kill him off. Yeah. This is the way they did it. He died his own... Never mind. No, no, no. I was talking about liking. Oh, yeah. But but he was that positive. Yeah. I, I, I liked James Earl Jones as the positive voice, the positive key. Greatest Darth Vader. Don't get me wrong. He was awesome. It was a good casting, but it sometimes. Well, your list title is perfect casting, not voices. But but he was cast as Mufasa. Yeah, and I'm I'm just saying, if we go by your list, he could be Vader too, because you're saying 
by, you know, cast and voice. I'm saying as Captain, he even said as Vader, he was a great cat. He was, but but somebody else could have done Vader. No. no nobody else could have done like. Not with that voice. Yeah. I actually think they did the guy in the Vader suit dirty. Do you know he thought, and they told him the whole time in film that they were going to use his voice? Yeah. And then they <laughs> Could you imagine having to wear that suit and like at least they'll hear my voice? <laughs> yeah. Oopsies. Oopsies. Okay. I missed that one. Yeah. Um. She let me read it, but she agreed. I did agree. Chris Evans as Captain America. He is a perfect Captain America. I honestly can't picture anybody else as Captain America at this point. I can't. Like. Not as that Captain America. Well, yeah. Well. I don't even the Captain America now is a different Captain America. Yeah. Like, so I'm, I'm good with that. Like, yeah. Because um, he had played in some other movies that were so bad. Really? Have you seen the first two Fantastic Four movies? Yes, I have. You're telling me they were good. <laughs> they were watchable. Watchable. I, I didn't say watchable. I said good. They were watchable. They were watchable. Yeah. He was... And he was okay as Johnny Storm, but no. And what was that other horrible movie he did? Oh, he did another one. What was it? Not 10 Things I Hate About You. He was a high schooler. Oh, it's the one I haven't seen. Not another teen movie, I think. Yeah, I haven't seen this. Oh, my God. So I cannot actually give you feedback on this. I have not seen it. Well, it was making fun of. So it was supposed to be ridiculous. Yeah, but it was bad. <laughs> I said I think he might have been in the real version that they were making fun of. I have no idea. Yeah, it was it was bad. He made some bad choices coming up. So he's Captain America. Well, he was Captain America. And now he's not Captain America. He, yeah. He's played Captain America for the last time. Which is sad because he was a perfect Captain America. True, but at, at one point you do have to move. Yeah, on. and 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 so they've done that. I'm okay with. That. And it was a good run. It was good. And the send-off was perfect. Yes. I like the send-off. And the fact that we're getting Sam as the new Captain America. Right. I'm, like, excited. Like, at first, when they're like, oh, they're going to do another Captain America movie, I'm like, not without my Captain America. And then you're like, oh, I have a new Captain America. And he's cute, y'all. <laughs> what? I like the story about how he found out. Did you hear about that? No. So, you know, they did, they did the run with the... Winter Soldier and the Falcon movie yeah. show, right? I love that show, by the way. I want more and, of that. And they didn't tell him anything was coming after it. They never do. It's yeah. Marvel, right? So, supposedly, Anthony Mag was literally in the grocery store, like, checking out. And the guy could, behind the register just got, like, a newsletter on his phone. Because, you know, that's what us nerds do. <laughs> newsletters about Marvel movies. And they just announced there was going to be Captain America 4 with Anthony Mackie as Captain America. And he congratulated him. And, and Anthony was like, I'm not. I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that'd be awesome if that's true. I really hope it's true. Just like the, the thing we were about, uh, Ewan McGregor's brother the other day. Oh, I hope that was true. Right. Apparently, he has a brother in the Royal Air Force, Colin McGregor, and his code name is Obi Wan Two or oh, Obi Two. You ever read something? You're like, I pray to baby Jesus that this is true because it's just too great. But no, he was a, cap- a perfect Captain America. But Marvel does that. They do really good casting. They do really good casting. And if it's bad casting, they change it really fast. Yeah. Like, uh, the dude that plays Thor. Like, he's a perfect Thor. And the dude that plays Loki. I mean, I can't think of a Marvel character that's not a perfect casting. We could have just put Marvel. I could think of one, but they fixed it really fast. 
Who? The first Iron Man movie. You're talking about... Uh, Terrence Howard. Yeah, and they brought in Don Cheadle, yeah. which is way yeah, better. Yeah. So they have made mistakes, but they fix it. They really. fix it. Mm-hmm. But, again, we're talking about, like... Nah, he's a, he's a big one. Never mind. He's War Machine. Yeah. Yeah, never mind. Yeah. He hasn't technically had his own movies. He should. But, but he's been in more Marvel movies than some characters who have had their own yeah. movies. So, yeah. yeah. Actually, do you know which Marvel character has been in the most movies? Black Widow? No. I was surprised by she this. She was in... Uh... Who? Wong. Oh, the FBI agent. No. No. No, Wong, the, the Doctor Strange is a print, or little, he's apparently he's the guy that's been in the most Marvel movies. Alrighty. Yeah, I didn't, yeah, him, Wong. I, f- mm-hmm. I forgot about Doctor Strange. Right? My bad. You, you know what, Doctor Strange is doing some serious stuff, he's messing up, the, oh, damn Sorry, we could go on tangents about Marvel for, I don't know, hours. We could, we could. We are giant nerds. I am not a nerd, thank you very much. You're a nerdette. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, the next one. Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. And I I can't picture anybody else as Harley Quinn. I can't. No. She is a perfect Harley Quinn. Like, she nailed it. And I'm going to say something, and you're going to go, oh, actually, you're not. You probably know. I didn't know who she was before she played Harley Quinn. I'd never seen her or nothing, never done her or nothing, never watched any of her movies that I remember. Apparently, she was in Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, uh, she was the main girl. Never saw that movie. It was a Leonardo DiCaprio movie, so I didn't watch it. <sighs> Plus, it's a movie about stocks and money, and doesn't I just don't really care. I, I watched Wall Street way back in the nineties. I'm good. I don't have to watch another movie involved stocks ever again. Uh, but no, she is the perfect Harley Quinn. She is, and I'm so sad they keep putting her in such crap movies. Right. Like. The first Suicide movie was okay, but it was only okay because of Will Smith and Margaret Robbie. Mm-hmm. The Harley Quinn movie, which should have been awesome, they tried just to cram so much into it. They went in too many places, trying to do too much in once, and it's like, where am I going now? Where am I following? I'm tired and I haven't been running. Yeah, like, and so they didn't even focus on Harley Quinn. Like, the best scene in that movie is when she breaks into the, the police station. No, 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 no. The best scene is when they take her sandwich. Or they're trying to take her sandwich. Yeah, trying yeah. to take her sandwich. Yeah, she gets so sad. But then, you know, and all the extra stuff of like with the Huntress and the. the, the yeah. No, I don't. It's one of the movies about Harley Quinn. Like, it could have been this great movie. I mean, you have Black Canary, you have the Huntress, you have all these great characters, and it should be like. But you can't cram all that into one movie. No, it's like, it should have been like a layered cake, you know. Cake frosting, cake frosting. Should have been a delicious slice, just a perfect slice with a beautiful middle. And all I did was make the freaking cake from Sleeping Beauty. You don't know that cake. It was this wonky, looked like it was gonna fall over. Icing wasn't even. There was no pretty slice kind of cake. And and the frosting, the top layer of that cake, you had you and McGregor as black mask. And he was a great bag. I was so sad when they killed him. I'm just so sad that he had so little screen time. Well, that too. I'm like, okay, so if they make another bad guy movie, you know, with her, this is her bad guy. Because he is a great bad guy. Yeah. And they killed him. Yeah. And, like, he only had, like, 20 minutes of the scene. I don't really know because I I was sad that I spent that much time on this movie. 
But yeah. That's one thing Marvel does do better than them. Marvel does does not kill bad guys very often. No. They just don't. It takes them a lot to kill a bad guy. Like Thanos was the bad guy for us. Five or all Avengers movies, really? I mean, technically, yeah. Yeah, like, so they take a lot to kill a bad guy. Like, they they don't just often kill. Like sometimes I think DC's like, okay, we don't know where to go, so just kill them. Right. Instead of just putting them on the shelf for a minute and like, let's marinate. Let's be that juicy steak and marinate. Hey, you got away. You stopped. You saved the day. You broke up his thing. You. But you know what? They did. Do a movie where they didn't kill the bad guy, and I'm so sad that nothing happened. Hey, we don't need to talk about Wonder Woman again. I hate that movie. <laughs> and I love me some Wonder Woman. I have high hopes. Yeah. You know, not going mad they didn't kill Black Manta either. Well, he, I think he's going to be the bad guy of the new one, isn't he? I don't know if he's going to be the bad guy, the main bad guy mm-hmm. in it. We don't know nothing about yeah. it, but he is in it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so maybe, maybe they'll get better. Maybe. Here's hoping. You hear something sad? What? I don't know if it's true or not. So we're don't know if it's true or not. But Justice League, the remake, did so well that they're going to let Zack Snyder be in charge of all the DC movies again. And he's going to make Justice League 2. Okay, well, that's going to make me sad. No, it's sad. Because oh. that movie was awful. Both ways. Well, I heard his cut or whatever made it better. It no. 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 It made it longer. I didn't watch it. Yeah, I watched the part where like they were singing for Aquaman and I'm like, what's the point? It was to summon something for something. But he was going back into the water. Yeah, it, look, and you know yeah, just don't. It's bad. Yeah, I can't do it. Yeah, it was yeah, nah. And I love Peace and Batman, but <laughs> No. <it> was, <laughs> I'm, I'm sad that Ben Affleck isn't going to be Batman anymore. I thought he'd he was really, a good Batman. Yeah, you know, but said we're getting vampire sparkle. And I'm going to say this, and I know people are going to hate me for saying this. You don't know if he's going to be bad or not. You don't know until you see it. I don't. And if you go in there with a bad attitude saying he's going to suck because he was vampire sparkles, then you're going to have a bad experience. That's not true. I can actually honestly say that's not true. Mm-hmm. I am one of those few people, when I'm wrong about a casting and enjoy the movie, I turn out to love the movie. Do you know why? Because you're happy you're wrong because you're a glutton for punishment? No. <laughs> I'm in a specific incident that actually proves it. Oh, what? When I found out Heath Ledger got cast as the Joker, mm-hmm. I made so many jokes. I made fun of him so hard. He I is s- like one of the best Jokers. And I love every end of that movie. I accept that, like, two minutes in the movie, him as a joke. I'm like, never mind, I was wrong. Heath Ledger's joker, let's rock. Mm-hmm. Because I honestly thought Heath Ledger was... You think before he did that, what kind of movies he did? He did nothing at all that looked like it would make him a good joker. Doesn't mean he wouldn't be, and he was. He was, but I like a nice tale, Brokeback Mountain, uh, 10 Things I Hate About You, all those movies. I'm like, none of that made me think joker. None of it. And I was wrong. He was he was absolutely amazing. He nailed it. And see, I'm the person like, you don't knock it until you try. Well, see, I'm going to knock it, and then I'll be the first person to come back out and be like, you know what? I was wrong. Robert Preston made a great Batman. Yeah. Although, all the stuff coming out about this movie, it's not looking good. Apparently, they're having troubles. They've had to redo the suit a couple times because he won't stay in shape. Okay. 
that's not good. Not for a Batman movie. You have to you have to stay in shape for filming so the movie looks right. If he won't do that, that's not good. Although I am excited about Colin Farrell as Penguin. That's the Penguin. That's the Penguin. Okay. Yeah. See, you're like, oh, that that could be good because they're doing the before he got all mutated. Like, oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got this. Yeah. So there's some just. Could end up actually being a good movie. I just would have much rather have been Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. <laughs> it was Ben Affleck as the writer and the director, which was the original plan. Well, that could have been good. Right? Because, you know, he's never made a bad movie that he wrote and directed. He hasn't? No. Honestly, I don't know what movie. Good Will Hunting? He did that? Yeah, I Matt, love that movie. Him and Matt Damon. I didn't know that. They ended up hiring another director, but they wrote it. Oh, I didn't know that. I love that movie. Um, the Town. I haven't I, I haven't either, but it's supposed to be great. It was a movie. And then that uh, he did another movie. Uh, it was actually based on actual events. I know what you're talking about. I was saying it. I don't remember the name of it. But he wrote it. It was good, though. I didn't wrote, know he did it. Yeah, that was all him. He was huh. in it, but he wrote and directed it. Yeah. yeah, I don't stick around for credits unless it's a Marvel movie. We won't discuss why I know all that. Okay. Okay. Why do you know all that? Who's his friend? Oh, your man crush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not my man crush. It's your man crush. Whatever. Kevin Smith is awesome. He loves him. Just like I love me some Disney and Disney Plus, he loves him and Kevin Smith. He makes great movies. There's no one coming. Of course there is. Okay, who's our last? (laughs) This is one you totally disagree with me. I didn't totally disagree with, but I was like, there were other movies that we could have picked better. Okay, I picked Kurt Russell in Christmas Chronicles because I think that Santa was awesome. Those movies were awesome. And I don't think any other actor could have pulled off that version of Santa. I loved him as that Santa. And in the second one, I loved his wife as Mrs. Claus. Right. They're not married. They've been together long enough. <laughs> yeah, right. Out here. Uh-huh. That'd be common law. <laughs> right. <laughs> Actually, because I didn't have that law no more. We don't? No. Ah, well, whatever. <laughs> Anywhere in the world, you're married. I'm sorry. Anything over 15 years. Right. Okay, so here's my question. Because we're talking specifically about Kurt Russell. Yes. What other movie was he more perfect for? I loved him in Guardians of the Galaxy. See, I liked him in Guardians of the Galaxy, but I felt somebody else could have done that movie. Or, oh, Overboard. Loved him in oh, Overboard. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Cameron Han again. I think you and Cody Hahn, I swear. Is that the movie where they met? I have no idea. But yeah, him and playing the I'm gonna lie to her because I need a mother for my children. (laughs) And then making her clean. It was was more of a revenge thing. Yeah, because she was rude and hateful. Yeah, he wouldn't make her clean and stuff. It wasn't about a mother for the children. But it ended up being that. It ended up. Yeah, because he she wanted a Stockholm shoe. Syndrome. Yeah, she wanted that shoe closet or whatever, and was being hateful and rude, and because she was Miss Hoity Toity Richie. Yeah. yeah, he wanted to bring her to the other side, teach yeah. her a lesson. Yeah, it worked. Yeah, it worked. She yeah. jumps off the boat willingly and goes back. Yeah, they did a remake of that one. And it wasn't that good. I never watched it. It was. It had it had one of my favorite female comedians in it though. On Paris. Yeah, she is great. I had high hopes because I love both of them that were, you know, the main characters. But as I was watching, I was like, eh. I think I kept comparing it to the original one. You and you can't do, do that. You can't do that. But 
I love me some Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. And I kept like, you're not. No. But see, when I was making this list, one of the things I was looking at was if they had put another actor in that role. I don't think another actor would have played in Overboard as well. Well, see, I didn't, I didn't think about that movie. But just in general, that's what I was thinking of. Um, and I couldn't think of anybody else who could have pulled off that version of Santa. John Goodman. Who? Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. But now that you say that, I think John Goodman could have done any Kurt Russell's movies except for Soldier. And I don't think he could have done Overboard as well. I probably could have. No, I don't think Overboard would have been as well. Yeah. It'd been less believable. Yeah, but when I think of Kurt Russell, I think Overworks. I don't, I can't think of someone that would do that as convincing. Yeah, yeah, you got me with the John Goodman. I didn't think about John Goodman. He probably could have done it. I, mm, yeah, I miss John Goodman. John Goodman's great. I tell you, there, there's a, uh, yeah, I'm not gonna say it. What? Well, he did a Kevin Smith movie. I know, I know. And I'm telling you, what, you would have loved him in that movie. You know what movie, and I'm adding to your list here. Oh, go ahead, add away. That had the perfect casting. What? John Goodman as Fred Flintstone. You know the only sad part about that? What? They didn't bring him in for the second one. Well, I think the second one they were trying to do like a prequel kind of thing, and that really bombed. But we we don't discuss the second. Because <laughs> it wasn't just a perfect casting for, for Fred Flintstone in that movie. Rick Moranis as... Yes. Those two were perfect. Right? Like, yeah. Those two were perfect and, and Now that Rick Moranis is back? Yeah. Maybe they'll do another one. Maybe. I'm an older Fred Flintstone. Barbie. I don't think they will. But no, that Fred Flintstone and Barney Rubble. Perfect that, casting. I don't... Them beside each other was the perfect height, perfect look, perfect everything. That is my number one... I mean, Captain America's awesome, and Watson's awful, but my perfect are them two as Fred and Barney. Right? You know the thing about that movie, though, that kills me? They had that perfect casting, but Rosie O'Donnell as his wife... As Betty. It was yeah. horrible. Yeah, right? They could have done so much better. I forget it because of them, too. Because of, yeah, that makes a, a lot Do you happen. know who played Fred Flintstone's mother-in-law? It was uh, Elizabeth Taylor, wasn't it? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, they did a lot of really good casting in that movie. Except for... Halle Berry? <laughs> I can't remember the dude that played the bad guy. Uh, he was perfect though. Yeah, he was perfect. He was perfect. Uh, yeah, no, you're right. I, I, I have to. I, I, I accept your addition. My number one. That's your number one. That is my number one because wow. when I think of the Flintstones, I cannot think of anyone that could replace them. Well, the guy that got to replace them sucked. No, I'm talking about that version, the older them, already married. Because you keep bringing up the second one, the second one... I can think of somebody who could pull it off. It wouldn't be as good, but I really think they could pull it off. Mm, who? Kevin James. No. I think Kevin James no. could do it. No? I don't think so. I do. I think I Kevin don't. James could do it. I do not see him as a Barney. His head is not the perfect right shape. I wasn't thinking Barney, I was thinking Fred. No, I mean Fred. His yeah. head, yeah. But they could they could fix that a little no. bit. I think I, think I don't think he could be Fred like John Goodman. Oh no, I don't think he could be. But I think he I think he'd be passable way better than what they did cast for the second one. You keep bringing the second one. The second one's supposed to be a prequel. We're talking about that section. Yeah. Already married. Already has okay. pebbles. Let's recast it right now. Okay. 
who do you think would do a better job than Kevin James? John Goodman's not an option. Well, then I'm out because those are my perfect casting. I'm saying, I'm, I'm, we're going for a second place. I don't think Kevin James would be a better job than John Goodman, but I think Kevin James could pull it off. Uh... It would still be a good movie. It wouldn't be as good. John Goodman was better. I'm, I'm giving you that one. Mm-hmm. But I'm going for a second place. I, I pick Kevin James. Oh, I don't remember his name. He had a TV show for a while. Um, Belushi. Jim Belushi? Yeah, I think maybe. Mm, not as good as Kim James, I don't think. I can see him as the bowler and stuff like that, so that's why. And the voice kind of fits for me. But, yeah, I can't see anyone other than John Goodman. Yeah, see? I think that's a new fun game to play. <laughs> Who would you cast? Who would you cast? Yeah, I think I think that might be a new addition to the Ask the Angry Ninja Show. Okay, who would you cast in these movies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, let's just face it. We're running out of stuff to talk about. Oh, we're never. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the way we're doing the movies and stuff. Yeah. So we kind of had to change it up. We're going to do a different list. I think that'd be a nice addition. Who would you cast? So maybe people should give us topics. I would love for people to give us some comments and topics. That yes. would be amazing. Because all of our numbers are up. We're getting more listeners. We're getting more five-star ratings. Thank you, guys. Thanks, uh, and they love me. We, we appreciate it. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> comments. Uh, heck, send us a movie you want us to talk about. And if we haven't seen it and we can get a hold of it in a reasonable amount of time, we might even watch it and talk about it. Please and thank you. Just nothing with, with dogs dying. Please, no. She won't do it. I won't. Like, there's a website you can go to, and it tells you the exact part where the dog dies and if you should watch this movie or not, because there's, yeah, I'm a avid person on this website before I watch a movie. Well, there's this one movie that I thought you would love, and you won't watch it. Is it the one where the dog dies and keeps coming back? Yeah, but that means dogs no, are because, eternal. No, because I'm not going to watch a movie where the dog constantly dies. But it's like dies of old age and happiness. No. And comes back and is still old age. No. Yeah. No. I mean. No. I thought. No. I get you're not going to watch it. But I thought that was like, so all dogs' souls are eternal, so they live forever. I thought that would make you happy. No. Because they don't come back looking or acting the same. Well, no, that was it. This dog did act the same. But he didn't look the same. It's like my little Aries up there going away and I didn't know it was him. No. But this is it. The guy figured it out. No. I'm not that smart. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> no. <clears throat> no, thank you. Past. Next. And they even made a sequel. Of course they did. They did. Well, it was kind of neat for the sequel. I haven't seen either one of them. But so in the first one, the guy, the dog follows the same owner. Like through his whole life, he got crazy. It's older, just as a granddaughter. He passes on the magic dog with the internal soul to us. So it's just the one dog. It's not all dogs. He's just got a magic dog. Well, he doesn't research all the other dogs because every dog he had has ever owned has been this dog. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's never had multiple dogs. I got four. They can't all come back as the same dog. That'd be weird. Oh my god! <laughs> Could you imagine? No. <sighs> We have grumpy and sleepy and hyper. That wouldn't mix well. No. And we'd never have anything like a sock. No. She likes my distant socks. I know. Okay. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. We're we're still on the podcast. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. sorry. I might. Now I'm going to leave it. All right, guys. (laughs) 
Uh, if you have anything you want to talk about, send in. We'll talk about it. As always, it is the Ask the Angry Ninja Show. And that is going to be the show. Everybody have a wonderful I don't have a name no more. He refuses to give me a name. You're a ninja wife. You're still a ninja wife. Oh, I'm a ninja wife now. It's because he finally had to give me a name. Uh, honey, you, you've been the ninja wife since the first episode I put you on. Oh, look. I didn't know this. I think it's just because I called him out. <laughs> Go back and look through the episode titles. It's talking movies with a ninja wife. But you never told me. I did. You just don't remember because you don't listen when I'm talking specifically. That's true. Alright. Alright guys, y'all have a good night. Hope y'all enjoyed the show. Bye! <laughs> Alright guys, I hope you enjoyed the show. It's all part of the Ninja Podcast Network with all the shows featuring Ask the Angry Ninja Show, uh, Not a Kid's Game, Presented by the Angry Ninja, which is our D&D podcast, the Ninja News and Politics Show, uh, Sports Talk with the Ninja and J-Mo, and our newest podcast, Outrageous Stories with the Ninja, uh, featuring occasional special guests. Great shows, great stuff. If you want to reach any of us, you can go AskTheAngryNinja at gmail.com. You can reach us on Twitter, AskCMan2342. You can get us on Facebook, um, on the Ask the Angry Ninja Show Facebook page. Any of those places, if you want to support us, we appreciate that. Go to patreon.com slash worst jokes. And if you join high enough tier, you'll get a free gift. And we just appreciate any support and feedback. You guys have a wonderful night, and we'll holla at you later. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head, comb it over, wear a hat? Just stop. This is in 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration experts, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to anyone that texts SAVE to 203203. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the best part? Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let Bosley show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text SAVE to 203203. That's S-A-V-E to 203203.